0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. To a lady who I wonder if she wears lots of green clothing because she's a greenie and she is the executive director of the Green Times. We know you must love green. Good morning, Alma Pollard.
1: Good morning. Good good to speak to you.
0: Is your hair green? Not really. Oh, I didn't think it was.
1: Silver.
0: Oh, silver. Oh, silver I tell you what. Silver from
1: all the greening.
0: Ah, that's what it is. So, Alma, you know, um, I've, I've struggled through the years with, um, with uh, sneeze during this time of year. And the more the wind blows, the worse I sneeze. But I've been doing better this year. Years ago, I went to go and chat to the pharmacist down here to try and get something for the old sneezing, like an antihistamine or whatever. And the, farm, the pharmacist said this to me. He said, do you know this is a time when all these agricultural areas all around Durbanville area, when they are spraying their crops. So I said, oh, well, they would explain it. They said, I've heard, and I don't know if this is true. Uh, the pharmacist said, but I think there's some things that they spray here in South Africa that they probably wouldn't be spraying in other countries of the world, and it's really causing us to sneeze and all of that. So I don't know if that's true, Elmer, but then I read this story on the Green Times.
1: Absolutely. No less than 67 agri-chemicals banned in Europe is exported to South Africa. goodness. And legal...
0: So how is this happening, Alma, or is it just the fact that we don't have the legislation and we're saying if no one's going to police this or tell us that it's wrong, we're just going to keep using it because why? It's cost-effective? Um, what's the reason? Well,
1: we've got poor legislation that is not um, enforced, as is often the case, but we do have a constitutional right to clean air, Yes. so it's also not applied Actually, we are protected by our constitution, but it's not, it's not being helpful because nobody enforces it. So this, the, the the hypocrisy of it all is that they manufacture these things in Europe, <laughs> yes. and then they sell it to South Africa. They won't use it there. It's too dangerous for their health. But they sell it to us and other um, lower- and middle-income countries, and they make money out of that. And then basically they're throwing us under the bus. So the other irony is that you know, when farmers then grow food using all these mm. agrochemicals, then when we export, yes. it is tested for those, and if it's found in there, then they won't have the, the fruit, oh. and what then happens is it's simply sold to us to eat
0: that's crazy, because I thought we export so much of our food to the fruit to the EU, but they're saying no to some of our stuff because of the chemicals they're selling us that we could use, or that they, that they are creating can for us to use. That's a terrible circle. See the
1: insanity of yeah. this? So, some of it is really, really, really lethal, like this paraquet yeah. I don't know how to pronounce that, but I mean... Yeah, it eats up everything. If you had to swallow it, you're dead. It, 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 it destroys skin. It just uh, consumes the mouth, the throat, the stomach, mm. everything. And that is still used as well. It was banned in Switzerland in 1987 already and in the EU in 2007. And we continue using these things. So South Africa is one of the largest importers of these poisons in the world. And the Western Cape is the top of the list. Wow. So, you, there's nothing strange about you getting hay fever. I also know exactly when the farmers spray in the area. I don't need the spray program to know because I'm getting sick immediately.
0: Yeah. I mean, Elmer, when when I read something like this particular pesticide is too dangerous for farmers even when you're wearing protective equipment and it says uh, that somebody from the, the Griffin Poison Information Center says... It will eat away at everything, your mouth, your esophagus, your stomach. It will burn up your insides. If you get any of it inside you, it's tickets. But isn't this going on the stuff that goes inside us?
1: And it is used um, and it is, it is u- applied in this country without protective gear. Have you ever seen anybody with protective gear uh, on, the, on the tractor spraying? Those poor people are mostly spraying without masks and gloves and anything else. In fact, it says that 73% of seasonal workers work without protective clothing, and 50% of them are forced to go back into the vineyards within an hour of spraying happening. Now, these are women with babies on their backs, what? et cetera, pregnant women, and so on. So we can complain about how it affects us in the suburbs, you know, and we do, Hmm. Especially as the city is also spraying the curbs with with poisons, um, herbicides. Yes. Um, instead of paying people to bend down and pull it out, and we need to create jobs, so that's what you do with a with a with a weed. You just pull it out, you know, yeah. and then it doesn't come back. Actually, it's so much more effective. Um, but unfortunately, on the farms, you can imagine the farm workers. I've lived on farms all sides of Stellenbosch, and I was always involved in this. I personally know about the stuff and the effects on the farm workers. So there, it's a matter of of skin rashes, burning eyes, dizziness, um, vomiting, headaches, and it goes all the way to fertility problems and um, malfunctioning, endocrine and immune systems, nervous system and and brain damage and cancers and asthma. So it's really just a terrible terrible situation and we have actually been fighting that for about 20 years I joined the group 20 years ago already I think 25 actually but there's a very strong group now the Good Food Network that is really driving this thing home it has gone to the government with proposals and that is very very helpful and it's asking for a complete reform of the law um, so that this law that was actually created in 1947, can you believe it, wow. long before most of these sprays even existed, needs to be rewritten and then enforced. And then, of course, they need to move away from the secrecy because if you now see a farmer spraying and you go and find out what they're spraying, even the municipal workers are very cagey about what they're spraying. If, if, I, if you ask them, they won't tell you. Marked containers as well, because they know, oh, yes, like, now come the anti you know. It's usually women in general who've got their noses out for these things. <laughs> so the secrecy needs to go, they need to very quickly register all the non-toxic um, alternatives, which there are many, many, many of, and, of yes. course, implement a trade to grave um, um, monitoring of all these of all these chemicals, so that it goes back, and everybody knows exactly where it is at any given time, and that it is um, that they can get rid of it properly. But you mm-hmm. must understand, this all gets into the groundwater, apart from getting into the food. Yeah. I mean, there is no way, as you know, on this planet. So yeah, we have lots of work to do.
0: Yeah, Alma, this is, a, this is a very important story, um, and that brings us to my very last question. We're running out of time this morning. This is still happening. Legislation is changing, as always. The ship is slow to turn, but it is turning. What can we do as consumers of this food to, to help ourselves? I mean, if we can get organic, we buy organic, but if we can't, are we just washing, are we finding a good a good organic uh, vegetable wash, and I've seen the many, the supermarkets are selling them. Do we get that into and and wash our fruit and veg before we consume it? I mean, is that the best bet we have?
1: Um, Yes, you can do that. The top is, of course, support an industry that doesn't destroy the planet, in other words, organic farming. Hmm. And that is really so available. There's so many places where you can get organic food. Number two, you can grow what you can't get organically in. Because ideally, you don't want to consume it at all. Yes. And then, of course, you know you can wash it, you can scrub it, you can use literally use soap on there and the scrubbing brush. But there's some things you can't get it off. You know, like a strawberry consumes the spray. Yeah. It's like a little brain. It, it absorbs it all. You can't really get it out of there. So that's one of the worst things to, to use um, non-organically. We have a list of 10 of the worst things used non-organically because it's completely part of the of the fruit, or the vegetable. So mm. one needs to know these things. But number, but I think we need to support the Good Food Network, and they also have a, a organic a list of organic um, suppliers, etc. And of course, you know, spread the word and support this this plea to the government. We have to make sure that we finally finally clean up and and protect the vulnerable and poor people who work on the farms.
0: Mm. the story the frightening reality of essays legal poisons on thegreentimes.co.za when you're done reading through these fantastic stories there's a link back to K. at 729 am you can head back and speaking of that you can find a podcast of this conversation on our website kpulpit.co.za click on podcast look for get up and go breakfast and when you're in there you just scroll down you'll see all the contributors including the lovely alma pollard she's there with today's conversation alma we love having you on the show thanks for your time this morning
1: Thank you. Have a blessed day. Bye bye. Bye.
0: This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on
1: www.kpulpit.co.za.